Are you recording the video and the audio? Yes, we are. Right now, we are recording the video and the audio. Okay. Yeah. Welcome, everyone, to the third episode of Your Seventh Sense. I'm your host, Terry Wilderman, and it's so exciting to be at episode number three. It has been a huge learning curve. Let me tell you, running a show like this has a lot of moving parts, and it takes a lot of patience and a lot of intuition and a lot of talking with my angels to give me patience because let me tell you, it's been quite an interesting journey. Today, we are going to be talking with someone who is going to be sharing how he works with intuition and how he reframes things in regards to intuition. And I'm really, really excited. So I would like to introduce you to Rob Love. Rob is the host of the Giving Back podcast the show that shines the spotlight on people and organizations doing amazing things for those in need. That is so cool, Rob. He helps nonprofits connect with their next generation of donors and creates meaningful community service programs for businesses. His next step is creating a network of shows highlighting intentional acts of kindness. Rob's tombstone, your tombstone will read. I love this. He made it easy for people to do good. Wow. Welcome to the show, Intuition and Reframe with Rob Lowe. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on, Terry. It's wonderful to be here. I am thrilled that you're here because, uh, as you know, as we were talking before the show, I am intuitively guided as to who I'm going to be interviewing on the show. I didn't know how this was all going to come about, but I just trusted where I was being taken. And your name was right there, and bam, episode number three. Here you are sharing this wonderful work that you do. So, Rob, I would love to have you share with our audience what is it about the show? First of all, you jumped on it really fast. I'd love to know why you jumped on it so fast. Well, um, it really speaks to the focus of your show, intuition. Uh, you have, for me, you have built up a very positive um, energy, the connection that we have, the trust that I have with you. I, I didn't even really quite know what I would talk about, honestly, but I felt very, very sure and very comforted in the fact that you would be guiding me. And knowing that and thinking through a little bit of the process of not only creating the Giving Back podcast and making connections and then thinking about what's the next step for me, um, how I can help others, and then this journey of mine it seemed like it was really going to make sense. And you're right. I did jump on that. I, I, I got your message. And just last night, actually quite late for you. And I had set up and I looked. I said, well, let's go. I said, oh, look, there's one tomorrow in the morning. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and that intuition has, has really guided me very well um, when I listened to it. And even taking the time to think about it, why it works and, and why it fits well, that that's very positive for me. So that's really exactly why I, I took you up on it so, so quickly. Cool. So I'm curious, Rob, when you talk about intuition, let's use this example of the show landing in your lap. Okay. 
did you see images? Did you hear words? Did you feel anything? Did you sense? Was it just an inner knowing? What was it? What kind of intuition was it? Well, again, you know, people, people refer to their angels and people refer to the universe and the light. And for me, in this instance, I, I, I thought of you. I actually saw you. I saw our last conversation uh, when you um, so thoughtfully gave me a ride to the, to the airport, if you remember that. And our conversation along the way and that connection and our relationship became what I saw. And, you know, and like that general Yeah. I'm a, a visual feeler. I don't know if that, that makes sense, but you know, I, I could, I just pictured, I simply pictured you. Like I imagined you and I could feel your energy and even not knowing exactly what the show was about and what I would be talking about. I could, I could, I could fall into that. Got it. Fall comfortably into that. So as a business owner, okay. As an entrepreneur, how does that, fit into what it is that you're doing. Can you share with us an example of where this happened in business? Sure. Well, <clears throat> I remember when I originally was planning uh, the podcast and it was going to be about something very, very different. Uh, very, very different. Way off topic from what my focus is now. It was very commercial, and I had a sense of what it would look like, and more importantly, how I would be responding to that. And I saw myself being disengaged. I felt that boredom because I knew what we would be talking about if I had pursued that. And as it turned out, I I held off for one day, and as it turned out, the very next day, I got Bell's palsy, which is, you know, basically a part, one side of my face was paralyzed and I couldn't speak or do anything. So uh, it was, you know, just from the very start, you know, for the show, it just hit me. And then I had a moment to recalibrate and think about what was important to me and really using this, this medium, um, and this channel of a, of a podcast, what was the message that I wanted to focus on, right? What, what was it that I wanted to bring to the world? How did I want to serve? And that changed, that just so changed dramatically for me. So that's brilliant. That's a, a beautiful story. So bottom line, I'm going to go to a bottom line place, the very practical, logical side of me, <laughs> the bottom sure. line place. What did that illness do for you that created a pause? Because that's basically what it did. The illness forced you to pause because intuitively you knew it wasn't right. Right. So, I mean, really what you, what you said, it just, it just summed it up. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say there's a number of things that go into uh, triggering something like Bell's palsy. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to go into all that and all the theory, but, Really, whether it was some 
this stressor, an internal one, something that I had going on at work, family, whatever it was, clearly, clearly there was something amiss. And so it did give me that space, right? Because, um, the, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you talked about being, you know, giving space and a pause. And that's really what I think about is, you know, Viktor Frankl said it best, I mean, to paraphrase, I mean, saying, you know, in between stimulus and response, there is, there is space. Yes. And how we use that, that's where we measure our freedom. And, wow. and that's, that's a big deal for me. It is a big deal. That's huge. I love it. I just looked up Louise Hayes. You can hear yourself. Yeah. And I looked up Bell's Palsley. Palsley. Try saying that three times fast. Um, and because uh, she talks about the emotional foundation of a lot of illnesses. And it gives us information to heal self-sabotaging emotions and shift our mindsets. And under Bell's Palsley, let's take a look at this. This is me, the holistic practitioner, who is just so curious. <laughs> Bell's palsy. The reason is extreme control over anger. So you're in a lot of control, okay? Unwillingness to express feelings. So based on what you shared with me, you knew intuitively that the direction you were taking wasn't right. Absolutely. Yeah, so this matches what it is totally you're talking matches. about. Completely matches. Completely matches. And I, I want to share something. I'd never heard uh, either of those two pieces. And the last one actually strikes me uh, quite, quite, quite remarkably, that unwillingness to express feelings. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a feeling guy. I'm a sensitive guy, you know? Yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily metrosexual, but I, I you know, <laughs> I got a heart. I love that. And, um, you know, the thing is that what I noticed over the last couple of years, one of the things that this show has done for me, and it's done many, many things for me, like for me. One of the things that I've noticed is that when I am in the midst of something that I found, find emotionally profound, for whatever reason, um, I find myself deeply in that moment and deeply empathetic. And I find my emotions come up. And I know there's a very typical thing like, you know, Hallmark movies, right? That's very typical. Hey, I live watching Hallmark. Right. I mean, who do, I, I mean, I got to tell you, it's you know, basically, like basically December from, from Thanksgiving until the New Year's, it's an excuse for me to watch the Hallmark Channel with, oh, with, I love with, you. My, Let me tell with you, the women I, of my life. I think my, my husband just stands there going, we watched that one before. That's okay, dear. I like That's it. okay. You know, <laughs> but I, I, you know, things like that or reading certain things that touch me and being able to like kind of get a little bit more deeply into an actual person and their experience and like thinking it through and what it would mean. And getting deeper in there, I've noticed that I have a lot of emotions that come up, a lot of feelings. And um, part of it is understanding where tears come from and understanding, at least from my perspective, that unlike what a professor told me a long time ago, which resonated with me, that all tears come from, from sadness, 
for me, all tears originate in joy and in love. Because yeah, I don't agree with what he just said. Right. Well, neither do I. But it stuck with me for a long time. And when I went to, uh, I went to a retreat, and I had this big epiphany. It was as big as the vision that I I found myself, uh, you know, seeing. But that epiphany was really big. And really, I, I noticed that about myself, and I embraced that. Uh, it's a little embarrassing, I guess. It's, so, it's not embarrassing. Maybe it shouldn't be embarrassing. It feels a little embarrassing when I'm wiping tears at, at a commercial that, that just happens to touch on something in my experience, right, that I relate to. But, so what? Okay, I'm going to take a step back. You're a man. Yes, I am. Such as you, and you're embarrassed to cry. It's not manly, okay? It's not masculine. It's not macho. And frankly, I find it to be extremely manly. I, I just find that so wonderful, endearing. And there's nothing that attracts me more to another human who is strong and in their skin, who can show emotion like that because they're congruent with who it is, with who they are. And I just find that brilliant. So I well, applaud you. Oh, thanks. I applaud thanks. you. You know, I, I asked somebody who had had a stroke, right? And that's Bell's palsy, right? Stroke is about control. Right. And I asked somebody about that because he had told me, and this was before I had Bell's palsy. He told me that one of the side effects that he saw was he was laughing more or he would start to cry at different things. I I asked him about that when I was having this. And, you know, we just, we just talked about that a little bit and he said, no, I'm okay with it. I said, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm totally, totally okay with that. I'm for whatever reason, these feelings being able to express them a certain way, I said, I'm, I'm good. So there's two, two middle-aged guys who are, who are completely fine with that. Maybe, maybe we'd, be, we, we'd be like a, a, a lot of trouble together. We'd be, we'd, be, we'd be irresistible if we were together. <laughs> Congratulations to you both. And sometimes I see that that's what disease does. It opens us to a different dimension. It opens us to a different level. It helps us see things through different eyes. And obviously, your Bell's policy did that uh, because you needed it. Now, I would love to know how your – and you learned from it. You may have needed it, but you learned from it. There are a lot of folks who keep getting hints and hints and nudges and nudges until they get hit over the head. <laughs> and, um, they, they just don't listen, and, and uh, this can get very intense from a healing perspective. So, but I'm curious, you have this amazing network, right, that does so much good in the world. Can you share an example of how intuition, angels, whoever, whatever it is that from your framework uh, helped you with this beautiful, beautiful network of yours, the Giving Back podcast? Sure. So... <clears throat> I think they say that sure. <laughs> sure, yeah. Well, you know, thinking about something like the beginning, right? And why I, I decided to go down that route. And then thinking about um, inviting people in, trusting the fact that 
what these people who, by the way, I, I find like some of the, some of the greatest people who walk this earth. I, I really do. Trusting that and saying, this will be great. Um, what's the next level of our relationship? Okay. Let's, for example, and when I met with a young man from Liverpool and we actually met the first time I, we met in Los Angeles and I'm from the San Francisco Bay area. So I was going down and he was coming across the pond and we were going to meet, which was awesome. And it was just such a natural thing. And I said, Josh, Josh Coombs is his name. I said, Josh, I'll come down. It'll be great. He didn't have a place. I said, no worries, man, mate. I'm going to, I'll get a, I'll get a flat. Don't worry about it. He says, really? I said, of course. And it was one of those weird, like, well, you haven't met this guy. And I said, it's no worries. It's no worries. The thing about it is I invited my wife and my two kids, including my daughter to go down. And I said, Hey, this is what it'll be. If you'd like to go, I'd like to go. Great. We'll go to Venice beach. We'll have a lot of fun. By the way, I am meeting somebody and I knew it was going to be fine. And it ended up being a great visit. In fact, they still refer to that guy. They really, they love that guy because, and there's everything to love about him. Now for other people, you might be concerned so about how is that guy connected to your business. That's the link I'm trying to make. Oh, I see what you're saying. So Josh is an incredible social impact leader. Uh, he, he has been for the things that he's doing, uh, moving out past, uh, uh, past England and all across the world. Uh, you know, he's, he's really quite a phenomenon. And as I brought him into my business and the people who were associated with him saw us working together. And as we were help, as I was helping him grow, they wanted, I guess, a piece of Rob, which, you know, who can blame him? And, and that's, you know, that's just how it works, right? You, I just trusted that. And then we took it to the next level, which is an in-person encounter. Really took it to the next level. I said, hey, you know, you can just, I mean, we didn't share beds, okay? But, you know, he was right in, or he was right sure. in the, 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 um, the apartment, which that's I had right. rented. That's really good. With my wife and my kids, including my daughter. That's a big deal. So, you know. That's a big deal. Well, Rob, we have so far talked about intuition and you reframing it, number one. Number two, we talked about health and intuition and how it opened your eyes to certain things to take you where you actually are right now with your podcast, uh, with your Giving Back podcast. We talked about you meeting someone who you really didn't know at all, and because of how you felt and what you intuitively knew, we were able to, to be under the same roof with them and your family and he's been able to help you grow your business so look at how intuition has guided you to be where you are right now it's brilliant and i want to thank you for sharing these amazing stories because they really are very juicy i really really love them now how can people connect with you in the giving back 
So uh, you can feel free to connect with me by email and just send, just shoot me an email to givingbackpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to put a subject, just put Terry. Or, or you can put intuition. Either put Terry intuition or Terry and intuition, and I'll know where you came from. And I'm happy to connect with you and share what I know with you and how it might fit and do my best to serve. And where can people find you? Uh, go to www.givingbackpodcast.com. You'll see the show and you'll see a lot about our guests who are really, truly incredible. And Rob, do you need help in any way in getting the word out about the Giving Back podcast? I would love some help with that. Okay. I will what just I will put it out there. Are you looking for? Right. So for anybody who is turned on by our message. So if you listen to a couple of shows and said, oh, I really like that. I really like something about a particular show or maybe I even like what – I like what Rob's doing and I like a particular show. I want to highlight that. I would love that share. I would love ratings and reviews. That would be awesome. And, you know, quite frankly, it's, we are moving to the next stage, really, really moving to the next stage. Uh, And that will encompass video videos, both from other folks, you know, highlighting intentional acts of kindness and then also producing a show, um, something a little bit along the lines of Anthony Bourdain, but instead of having culture and cuisine, we'll be talking about communities and causes. Brilliant. So who are the beneficiaries of your, of your giving back podcast? So there's a couple, there's a couple of levels of beneficiaries. And I will tell you that number one, the biggest beneficiary is me. My life, my life has changed. I mean, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even know what I was, was doing two, two and a half years ago. You wouldn't even, you couldn't even see it. So the number one thing that your Bell's Palsy got you in the right direction. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Who'd have thunk, right? Who'd have thunk? So uh, number one is me. Uh, The other beneficiaries are our guests, right? Are being able to, you know, having a platform that tells their story. And we're working on improving that all the time, but giving them that voice. And I'll tell you what, though, one of the biggest things is, uh, you know, our audience is hearing these stories and understanding how each of us can make a difference and having actual, you know, resources or tools or examples of how to do that, because we all have that in us. You know, Terry, we all really, truly want to be a part of something bigger than ourselves. And sometimes we just don't know how to do it or where to start. So I love that you said that because if we let go and allow intuitively follow, you know, know, there's this push shove thing that's pulling and pushing and pulling and pushing. And if we just let go and allow that place that you're talking about, Rob, being able to just, allow you're going to be directed where to go definitely absolutely and you will receive and connect with everything that you need to get you to the next step and so on and so on it's guaranteed i've had that i mean i i have absolutely 100 i am the beneficiary of that that cycle brilliant 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 
Well, Rob, I want to thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for jumping on and accepting the invite as quickly as you did. It's absolutely thrilling. And I want to thank you for your topic, Intuition and Reframing with Rob Lowe. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Terry Wildeman, your host of Seventh Sense Business, powered by Angels and Intuition. And I thank you for being here today. I look forward to connecting with you again in the future. And on Wednesdays at 1230, our podcasts go live. You can also look, look, uh, look at it, watch us video. <laughs> oh, watch us online at www.yourseventhsense.com, and you can choose the medium. You can either listen audio, or you can watch the video, which is streamed in there from YouTube. So, thank you so much for being here, and we look forward to the next time connecting. Take care. Bye bye.